This is Indianapolis coach, Reggie Wayne, and you're listening to the For the Culture podcast. This is the For the Culture podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond. And in the sixth round of the 2020 NFL Draft, the Colts make a trade with the New York Jets, our annual Colts-Jets draft day trade. Every year, we seem to make at least one trade with the Jets during the draft, and then we'll probably make another trade with them later on over the summer. Maybe we'll trade on Tyquan Lewis. We'll make another trade with the Jets before this offseason is over. But in this trade on day three, the Colts send former second-round pick Quincy Wilson out of Florida, 2017 second-round draft pick, to the New York Jets for the 211th overall pick in the sixth round of the draft. So I know what people are thinking on the surface. A second-round pick in Quincy Wilson just three years ago, still extremely young, turning 24 years old. Why are we giving up on him so soon? Why are we trading him so devalued for a sixth-round pick? Well, to be quite honest, Quincy Wilson has devalued himself. He played himself out of a second-round grade down to about the worth of a sixth-round pick. He's going to be a free agent after this year, so you're not giving them Quincy Wilson at 24 on a contract where they're going to have him for three or four years. He's going to be 24 years old on the final year of his rookie contract, and he's played like a sixth-round pick. He's been a healthy scratch multiple times, seven times last year to be exact, and he's just never lived up to the hype coming out of Florida. Now, he's still drafted by Chris Ballard, and I said this on our pre-draft top five trade possibilities for the Colts in the 2020 draft. I said Quincy Wilson, although he hasn't played like he's worth really any draft pick, any team giving up draft equity to go get him. He was drafted by Chris Ballard, and when all 29 of your draft picks are on active rosters, it gives you the credibility where, okay, every player I drafted belongs in this league. So you have that going for you, you have your age going for you, and that was about it. But Rex Hogan with the New York Jets, and the Jets just before Hogan even got there, they loved former Colts. You go down the line right now, Jonathan Harrison, Terrell Basham, Henry Anderson, Nate Hairston, Matthias Farley, Ross Travis, Josh Andrews, Pierre Desir, Quincy Wilson, and Hennessy was also on our practice squad a few years back. I don't think he ever played a game for the Colts, but we traded him to the Jets in 2017. So the Jets have 10 former Colts now with the addition of Quincy Wilson, which if all 10 were to make the active 55-man roster in September, which is likely because... When you look at the Jets roster, all these guys kind of belong. So there's a chance that one-fifth of the New York Jets are made up of former Colts in 2020, which is absurd. But to the people who are upset about Quincy Wilson being valued as a sixth-round pick right now, he was worth about a sixth-round pick, and we were kind of lucky we got anything back for him at all. And then we flipped that pick in the sixth round into cornerback Isaiah Rogers out of UMass, a five foot ten, 170-pound cornerback who's lethal in the return game so he's going to compete to make the roster if Isaiah Rogers makes the roster he automatically gives you what Quincy Wilson never gave you which was an immediate impact on special teams as a kick returner so right there right off the bat he already brings more value to the table than we saw to Quincy last year because minus the one game against the Chiefs where he played great at safety he was a healthy scratch seven times so he wasn't bringing much to the table for the Colts the Jets need a lot of help at corner and I think Quincy needed a change of scenery so I think there's a good trade all the way around I think Quincy wins I think the Jets win and I think the Colts win getting something back for a cuttable player because to the people who are upset that we got a sixth round pick back also remember this if Quincy Wilson does not get traded yesterday and we go into training camp, there's a good chance that he gets cut when you look at the additions the Colts made in the secondary. So wouldn't you rather get a sixth-round pick and get a young corner in Isaiah Rogers who has a chance to make this roster and a chance to make an impact 
on special teams. I think it's a win-win-win all the way around. Quincy needed a change of scenery, so I'm very excited for Quincy to get that fresh start in New York. The Jets needed another cornerback, so now they have three Colts cornerbacks and a Colts safety on their roster. And then the Colts got something back in return for a player who they were probably going to have to cut this summer unless there was injuries to the cornerback position and Quincy was able to sneak back onto the 55-man roster in September. So taking a look at Isaiah Rogers, who he got after acquiring the 211th pick from the Jets. He's a 5'10", 170-pound cornerback, ran a 4-2-8 and a 4-3-1 at his pro day. The Colts were one of six teams to see him at his pro day. As far as the positives go, he's cousins with Dominic Rogers cromartie so good bloodline. You look at Pittman in the second round, 34th overall, father played in the NFL, won a Super Bowl at the Bucks. Now you have Isaiah Rogers, cousins with Dominic Rogers cromartie two-time Pro Bowl corner. Isaiah started all 12 games at corner his senior season, had 42 tackles, three tackles for loss, four picks, 10 pass breakups, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. And then when he gets the ball in his hands, he has the ability to take it to the house anywhere on the field, as you see in his ability on special teams in the kick return game, returned 53 kicks for 1,295 yards, just shy of 1,300 return yards on kickoffs last season, both ranked first amongst all FBF players in 2019, most kickoff returns and most kickoff return yards. Granted, he didn't play the same level of competition that he would have seen in a Power 5, but at UMass against his lower level of competition, he was one of the best kickoff returners in the country, and you could definitely see him compete to make this roster on special teams as a kickoff returner. So it adds just another ability, and that's what you're looking for with these backup guys, with these sixth-rounders. You're looking for guys who can make impacts in multiple different areas because you're not going to make the team just by playing slot corner. You're going to have to do something else, and he brings elite speed. If that 4-2-8 is correct, he brings elite speed to the Colts, and he brings the ability on special teams to break a game open because we already have an elite, in my opinion, an elite punt returner in Naheem Hines. What he was able to do last year against the Panthers, two punt return touchdowns in the same game. If he could carry that over, I believe we have an all-pro caliber punt returner in Hines. And then if Isaiah Rogers is able to make this roster, maybe he could bring a little bit of that to the kick return game because I think he's going to have a chance to compete to make this roster. You look at the backup slot behind Kenny Moore right now. It's TJ Carey who's coming over as a vet. I pencil him in right now, but the beauty of pencil, you could turn it around and you could erase it. So I have him penciled in as the backup slot. There's no reason why Isaiah Rogers can't come in here and win that job. These are the type of defensive backs that Ballard has an elite ability to scout. We saw that with Kenny Moore. He was an undrafted free agent in 2017, signed by the Patriots. Then the Patriots released him, and Chris Ballard claimed him off the waiver wire in September of 2017. And now he's one of the best slot corners, if not the best slot corner in the NFL. And they were saying he was undersized too, because that's one of the biggest knocks on Isaiah Rogers as we get into his negatives. Five foot ten, 170 pounds, so very small, and comes out of a small school coming out of UMass. So he's not playing that same level of competition he'd be playing if he was in a Power 5 conference. You're not going up against the SEC wide receivers or the Pac-12 wide receivers or the Big 10 wide receivers playing at UMass. So it's great that he has NFL bloodlines with Dominic Rogers cromartie but when you look at his tape from college, he's not playing against a lot of guys that will be playing on Sundays in the NFL. So very small, comes from a small school, but it doesn't mean – you can't come out of a school like UMass and have a nice NFL career or make an NFL roster. Victor Cruz came out of UMass. So it is possible to go to a school like UMass, play an independent schedule, play lower level competition, and still make your mark 
in the NFL. So the Colts had more competition, more depth. That's what they're doing with these six-round picks. We talked about it with the kid out of Penn State. Same thing here with Rodgers. Just competition, adding competition to the cornerback room, adding competition to that backup slot position. Yes, we signed T.J. Carey, but we're not just giving him the job. He's going to have to earn the job, and now you bring in a guy like Isaiah Rodgers who's going to compete with it for him. He's younger than him, and he brings something to the table on special teams. So I think this kid actually does have a dark horse chance to make the roster. Ballard is very good at scouting these undersized cornerbacks. He did it with Kenny Moore. Hopefully he could do it again here with Isaiah Rodgers and find a diamond in the rough because they love him at UMass. All the UMass fans are talking about this kid like he's one of the best players to come out of UMass since Victor Cruz. They also had another good player. I think Andy Isabella came out last year. He's on the Cardinals. I think Tajay Sharp from the Titans. He was in our division the last couple of years. Now he's on... I want to say the Vikings. I think he was a UMass guy. So they've had players before in the pros. They're not a school that's never had a professional football player before. It's just a smaller school. I actually had a couple friends in high school that went up to UMass to play football. They recruit Jersey pretty well. But Isaiah Rogers, the Colts' second sixth-round pick in the 2020 draft, two of four. So four picks. Quincy Wilson on his way to the Jets to play with Pierre Desir and Nate Harrison. I wish him the best, except when the Colts play the Jets, because the Colts actually play the Jets this season in Indy, and there will be about 10 former Colts, and the Colts will probably make another trade with them come this offseason. There will be 10-plus former Colts on the Jets when they come to Indy to play us in 2020. So that's the Colts' second of four sixth-round picks. Isaiah Rogers, Quincy Wilson on his way to the New York Jets. We'll be back with the 212th and 213th picks right here on the For the Culture Podcast.